Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about why I regret college. Um, so good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you're listening. I just want to say thank you for all the downloads this month. Really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends, family, and your followers. All right, so right on into it. I'm about $20,000 in fucking debt still from college. I signed subsidized loans. I signed unsubsidized loans. Whatever the fuck that meant. I was 18. When you're 18, you don't know anything about APR, finances, year to date. You know, like selling off the debt if it's not paid off in the certain amount of time that you're allotted for the borrowing. It's stupid. It's stupid how this country monopolized knowledge, capitalized knowledge. Um, it's not necessary. It's like when you're a kid, you don't realize that you don't have the ability to project the future or to pro- to predict the future based on current trends. You know what I mean? You don't know how to make inferences based on current data. You don't know how to do shit, basically is what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you have no insight. You have no foresight. You're not smart when you're a kid. So when you're like 16, 17, 18, thinking about college, okay, back, let's just back up. Back up to the beginning. Sorry, I'm just like so ready to get into it because this is something that I realized that has been like, hindering me and my mood is like I kind of regret college and like it's something that wasn't in my conscience mind I think it was buried in my unconscious mind but subconscious mind I'm sorry but like now it's in my conscious mind up to my conscious mind shut up Candace basically what I'm trying to say is I'm realizing for the first time that maybe college wasn't the right fit for me even though I graduated even though I really wanted it at the time i feel like my decision to go to college was influenced by the pressure to just go and to just succeed because i feel like my family had no other definition of success other than being a college graduate it's not even have like the whole career the whole career aspect is something that was never spoken about you know what i mean like that's something that is separate than college you don't have to have a college degree to go to have a career and that's what they don't tell you that's what they purposely don't tell you um because it sells right the idea that you need a degree to have a career that sells of course it's gonna sell and they charge tens of thousands hundreds of thousands of dollars depending on your in-state out-of-state study abroad it's just it's ridiculous and it's an industry that i hopefully I wish hopefully one day would die. You can't bankrupt someone on their knowledge, especially if they graduated. You know what I mean? Like no one could ever take back what I learned in college. No, like no, no court case, no bankruptcy court case is going to take my knowledge away from me. That's like unheard of. I think that's why you can't claim bankruptcy on student loans. I mean, that that would make sense, right? Like I said, let's go back to the beginning. I was um, in high school, 
I was about a junior in high school. And I always knew that I wanted to go to college. But when I applied to college, I was a junior in high school. And I was, I remember the day I applied, I made sure all my T's were crossed and my I's were dotted. I chose to be a sustainability major for the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University. And I got in. I remember the day I was accepted, uh, or the day I found out I was accepted, I logged on to my portal. I saw, congratulations, Candace Banks. You have been admitted into the fall semester of 2013. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes. Like, I felt like my whole life was coming into fruition. I felt like my goals were aligning with the, whatever. I felt like the stars were aligning. I felt like things were happening for me. I mean, of course they were. I just got accepted into college. But, um, you know, I had high, high hopes. And what they don't tell you when you're young is that your high, high hopes are unrealistic. To be fucking honest, someone should have sat me down and would have been like, you're a fucking drug addict. Like, are you really going to be a lawyer one day? And the funny thing is a lot of lawyers are drug addicts. But it's just like... <sighs> no one no one sits you down when you... Have, when, especially, like, at least with me, nobody sat me down and was like... Hey, girl, I don't think college is for you. I mean, you're really creative. You're really business savvy, naturally. I think you could start something on your own or start a side hustle until you figure it out. You know, like, I remember I did two girls makeup for um, prom and one of them paid me for it. And um, I was just like, I, mean, I could have been a makeup artist. I could have been many things. But I chose a route that was safe. And I, I'm 28 and I'm realizing that not taking a risk is a risk. I didn't, I never even thought because I was always playing on the safe side. College was sold to us as a safety net, as something, as a, as a guarantee, as a guarantee of finances. Like, Living in America is very, very expensive. Very expensive. You have to pay taxes. You have to, I mean, homes are 700 to a million dollars for a single family home. And you're competing against hedge funds. I won't get into that because I will, that's a whole nother podcast episode. Anyways. Now you lie, can't take you to the mall and get you a new outfit. Girl, you just like Giles play bounce that shit like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Drake's coming to concert soon. I want to go. I hope there's tickets left. Um, I just um, need to figure some things out first. But I applied to get a media pass, so hopefully I get it. Anyway, I, whatever. Drake was a big thing in college. Drake was a huge thing in college. I think um, nothing was the same. Came out in college, and if you're reading this, it's too late. Came out in college, and views came out in college. You don't want to fall in love. I know. I know. I know. Okay. You guys, just like, even the whole experience, the, the, 
everything I did in college revolved around partying, right? My 20s were all part, it was a whole, it was one big party. And I'm at, I'm at 28, like I said, and I'm just like, maybe college wasn't the right move because all you did was party for four years and you continued to party after that. I mean, it's a miracle that I made it out. It's a fucking miracle that I made it out with the degree. I'm, I'm so serious. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so serious. It could, it it was just close. It was seven days close to being a waste. I took off a semester to go to rehab. I talk about that in a previous episode called I Went to Rehab. And, um, I talk about how I was addicted to Xanax and Adderall and, um, I fucking was like speedballed every single day trying to take what, two buses and a light rail to the campus to go to class. And it just wasn't happening. It wasn't functioning. And um, decided that it was time to do something about it. So I did it and came back, graduated. But I got a DUI a week before I graduated. So like I said, it was seven days close to not happening at all. And it was a miracle that I fucking graduated. It's, It's a whole... I could have started a business. I could have like, I mean, I still can't start a business, but time is something you can't get back. And that's my whole point is like, time is something so precious and it's something that I, I'm starting to value at 28. I've been 28 for 18 days. And I've just been, like, realizing shit. Let me tell you what I've been realizing. I've just been realizing, I'm like, girl, your life could end tomorrow. What are you going to do? What are you going to leave behind? And I'm just, like, really thankful for how far I've gotten with my art and everything. But I still have a ways to go. And I never take for granted where I begin, where I started from. And uh, I never for, for, I'm never going to forget where I started from with my art, which was nowhere. Um... And even with this podcast, it's it's growing tremendously. And I'm just, like, getting so much positive feedback from my audience, which is you guys, you listening right now. And I'm just, like, I, I can't even, I can't even begin to, like, say how thankful I am for everything that's been happening with this podcast, the growth. I mean, my numbers have doubled. I mean, I won't get all into it, but, like, I've just been so, so excited because of the results I've been getting from the analytics and things like that. So again, thank you. But back to my point about time and realizing that and just other things I've been realizing now that I turned 28, it's like my mom's not going to be here forever. And I think that's something I was realizing when I was 27. Um, And I just kind of I'm right now, to be honest, you guys, I'm going through the um, acceptance of my mortality um i'm gonna die one day you're gonna die one day we're all gonna die one day in 100 years none of us would exist well not not all well in 200 years none of us would what is this you know we're here a short fucking time and it's not and it's like what the average age in america is like what 76 77 78 
But like, you know, I think about what I've done to my body with drugs and I think about health, health, like health risks that could come down the line. I think about freak accidents. Like today, I almost got in a fucking car accident because like in Arizona, you can make a right turn on red. The light was green. She tried to make a right turn on red and I, w- and I was already going because it was green. If I was texting, I would have fucked her up. I would have fucked her up. I would have fucked her ass up. Her and her mama. Like, I would have fucked up their day. I would have fucked up mine. And But I just thank God I wasn't fucking texting. Don't text and drive. If you're driving right now, don't text. Don't do it. Don't do it. Um... There's a lot of, like, things I missed out on, even while I went to college. Like, even though I went to college, I didn't get the full experience. I mean, to me, the, the only true ex- at that time, see, I was, how see, at the same time, you guys, I have a hard time being hard on myself, regretting college. Because I, at the time, it was what I wanted. At the time, it was what I really, I truly wanted out of life. And when you're 17... 18 when you're 18 and like you have a pathway to move out to start a career to um meet new people from around the world like it's so attractive but remember earlier in the episode I said that there was a pressure for me to go to college because there was no other idea of success in my family my family comes from a poor background. Um, my great-grandfather lived on the reservation. Some of my family still lives on the reservation. And um, getting to college meant that you could get a job that made more than minimum wage. That's what it meant. It meant success. It meant prosperity. It meant financial freedom. That's what college, that's what a college degree meant. So my great-grandfather really, I feel like everyone in my family really pressured my mom. Well, not pressured her, but really, because that was something my mom found a, found a pathway to, found, found her way, found the path that she went down. She was the first one in the family to go to college. And um, everyone looked up to her. I have a huge family. So everyone just looked, I, I grew up like people, seeing people struggle and seeing people as my mom, as like the, the, the role model in the entire family of what to be, of what to model your life like. Like everyone needs to be like my mom. That's how it was. Everyone needs to be like my mom in order to be successful. At least that was my point of view. I don't know why, but like, I, I just feel like the whole trajectory of School, 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 school. Good job with benefits and salary. You know? And like, I'm someone who is a big dreamer. It's like, I'm someone who's not content with a career that makes like 70K, 80K, 100K. I'm not content with that. And it also it also makes me think about my culture that I live in. I live in a very consumerist culture. Like I'm not happy 
Like, I'm looking around, and I... Let me count. One, two, three. There are seven flat-screen TVs in the house. Seven. How many, how, how many do we need? I live in a society that says spend, spend, spend. You're not happy unless you have this. Um, you're not happy unless you spend that. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on everyone to earn more, earn as much as they can. But like in today's world, and this is where the regret co- comes, sets in, a college degree no longer guarantees you a career and it no longer guarantees you a, a livable wage. My great-grandfather, like a hundred years ago, you know, he he was an entrepreneur, but like he had a lot of children and not everyone can be a business owner, you know what I mean? So it's like college was a way to not only get a livable wage, but get out of the fucking reservation, which was the main goal. To go live in the city, to go live where there's running water and you have a bathroom inside the house and you have a shower, you know what I mean? Do, 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 do. Glitter on the West Streets. <laughs> I will say that no one really directly said, well, I will, never mind. Never mind. There was someone that came to me every year and was like, you need to go to college. You need to go to college. Kenneth, you need to go to college. And it was just like, okay. And then, like, I keep talking about my great-grandfather. Well, apparently, while I was um, in the stomach, in my mom's stomach, he really, really wished for my life that I would get a good education. So I guess that omen happened. I got a good education. But... Like I said, you guys, I didn't even live the full college experience. ASU, Arizona State University, had so much to offer. Had so many programs. Had so, like, I got bad grades. My my GPA was, like, 2.69. It was horrible. But, like, like, college was something that I kind of wasn't prepared for. And I blame my high school for that. But I I didn't take advantage of any programs. I didn't take advantage of any, like, um, tutoring. Like I said, I got bad grades. I didn't take advantage of any of that. All I did was sit around, go to class, skip class. I would skip class. I'm paying, like, $1,000. I'm still paying for it. It's just, like, This shit should really be free. I mean, in the age of AI, in the age of information, like, and that's another thing, too, is artificial intelligence. It's like this thing, I should have gotten into IT, I should have gotten into tech, and I think that's what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to transition out of finance and go into tech because I feel like eventually artificial intelligence is going to take over all clerical 
and data entry jobs. And that's what I work in in finance. So it's just like, it's just a matter of time before that fucking happens because it's like people or companies are going to, companies and institutions would rather pay a machine that's not going to mess up or it only takes of one fine tuning from, and you only have to pay one person, which would be someone like someone in IT to fix it. It's just a matter of time before all data entry and clerical jobs are wiped. And it's just like a lot of college majors prepare you for those type of jobs in different fields and in different industries. And all these any I feel like any job that involves using a computer and not fixing or programming a computer is going to be eliminated. I really feel like that's going to happen. So I have to come up with a plan of how I'm going to pay off my student loans because I don't want to like I I went to I started school 10 years ago. Like in 4 years I want it to be gone. I don't want to carry loans for 10 years plus. You know what I mean? That's not a good thing on my credit. Um, But I honestly was holding out for the federal government, like, paying for it. I mean, like, I understand, like, using taxpayer money isn't the way to go. But there's other sources of money. Like, um, for example... um, they could have, like, take some, like, if they have a fund that they could spare, I'm sure the White House has a fund they could spare, whether that's a, they ha, in their budget, you know what I mean? They could take out of their normal budget, of, maybe we can take out of the budget for the military, for once, and put that in student loans. But that's still taxpayer money, but I digress. Um, I was banking on that, but that didn't happen. So now I'm stuck. I'm stuck in like I have I'm like in a fork in the road. I'm just like I shouldn't have went. I'd probably be like a millionaire by now. And that's the goal, right? It's to be a millionaire. That's the American dream. It's no longer to own a house, it's to fucking be a millionaire. It's like every American is forced to like fucking shoot for the stars. I feel like every time we're on social media, it's like Hustle, grind, hustle, grind, hustle, grind. Become, become this, become that, become the next big thing. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, can we just have a break? What's wrong with being average? What's wrong with being average? What's wrong with making? What's wrong with making seventy k a year, fifty k? What's wrong? I mean, I mean, probably like the cost of living, but like, what's what's wrong with with being average? I feel like there's just a huge push in our culture to just have it all really fast to achieve it all really fast and that takes a lot of hard work and i feel like a lot of young people get down on themselves if they don't reach that 150k salary job that they don't if they don't have the ability to buy certain things or they don't have the credit for certain things if they don't have that business idea that million dollar idea i just feel like First of all, like, those type of things are an anomaly. 
they don't happen often. And when they do, it's like very rare. So it's just like, I feel like it's very toxic, the culture that we live in, this hustle grind culture, whatever you want to call it. But I feel like going to college wasn't the answer for me in the end because I am a creative person. Imagine if I started this podcast 10 years ago. College took four years out of my life and it set off a trajectory for the next six years of my life of just getting jobs. College teach you, teaches you just, it just teaches you how to get jobs. No job ever verified my college degree. I just put it on my resume. No one knows for sure if I went to ASU. I could have made it all up. I mean, there's background checks and things like that. But, like, just the other month, like, uh, did you hear about, like, these nurses who aren't really nurses? Who got fake nursing degrees? So who's really checking? I feel it for the first time. I won't break down tonight. I feel it for the first time. Oh, I won't break down tonight. I feel it for the first time. Okay. My God, I've been fucking sweating. It's hot in this house. I need to turn the AC on. But then again, I live in Arizona. I live in Phoenix. So it's just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You just got to deal with it. So like I said, I need to come up with a plan of how I'm going to pay off these fucking loans. So I just kind of want to like pivot a little bit and talk about the good parts of college. The parts that I don't regret. The people I met. I met some of the amazing, most amazing people that I think I would ever come across in my life. And I feel like some of these people I was truly meant to meet. And I feel like if it wasn't for my young spirit, my young, I'm still young, but my, but for the spirit that I have of being adventurous and, and just wanting to meet people, I don't think I would have met them. And I also think that selling drugs was a way for me to meet people. Um, <laughs> um, I um, met all kinds of people from all walks of life and... Um, when I say all walks of life, I mean different countries. I mean, like, Dubai, Iraq. I mean, the whole Middle East, um, the whole East Coast. People from Chicago, like the Midwest. Like, I was just so, so... To get to know how people act from different regions was just so cool to me. Because I could see the differences in, in, in people. And I, and I feel like that's an um, experience that unless you are a pop star who's touring all the time or unless you are someone who travels a lot, like that's something that's an experience you're not going to get ever in your life. You're just going to stay in your country and only know people in your country. And I, I just think that's a shame. 
if you've never been outside the U.S. or if you never took taken the time, if you're American and you've never taken the time to get to know someone of another culture, I mean, like really know someone of another culture, go in their house, eat their food, learn their language. You are really missing out on an enriching experience. And I feel like that's something that I would, that is almost worth the $20,000 that I spent. But then again, it's $20,000 that I still owe. So it's just like, is $20,000 worth me meeting, having that experience almost? Like I said, this is the part where I'm going to talk about what I don't regret. I don't regret the major I graduated um, with. This major, to my surprise, I graduated with a criminology degree. To my surprise, in every job interview I've had, it had nothing to do, the job had nothing to do with law enforcement, but it was a conversation starter. See, what they don't tell you in college is that it's all about impressing people by the end of the day. Because if you think about it, when you're applying, it's all about impressing people with your resume. It's all about impressing people with your handshake. It's all about impressing people with your appearance. It's all about impressing people with the way you answer questions and the way you handle random shit. It's just like, they don't teach you. It's all, it's a, it's a, it's a popularity contest. You and against other candidates in a position are competing for this position. So it's a, it is a popularity contest because at the end of the day, human beings, human beings are biased. They are biased. They may not like someone because of their race. They may not like you as a candidate because you have a disability. They may not like you as a candidate because, um, you are a veteran. They may not like you as a candidate because you are gay. They may not like you as a candidate because you have piercings or if you have tattoos. So college, like I said, it taught how to how to get jobs. Um, I don't regret how I learned how to network. I don't regret how I learned how to work hard. I had to earn my grades, even though they were bad, I had to earn my bad grades. Like I was still struggling. I mean, that was me giving my hardest that 2.69 GPA, that was me giving my fucking hardest. And I just, I really, I'm really thankful for like the work ethic it instilled in me because it took a lot to graduate. (laughs) It took a lot to graduate. So if you are someone that's in college and you're just like, I don't think this is it. It's not too late to stop. Your credits will be there. College is always going to be there. And that's something I wish someone would have sat down and told me. Because everyone around me, my family, could see that I was a creative person. I was business savvy. Someone would have just sat me down and said, hey, why don't you go this route? College will always be there. If it fails, you can go to school. Because time is precious. So thank you for listening to the Manicandis podcast episode of Why I Regret College. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Whenever and wherever you are listening, my friends. (sighs) Have a good one. Bye-bye. I bid you adieu. Bye-bye.